Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. See website for details. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this post-vice presidential debate rundown. I'm your host, the political superman, and this is Political Straight Talk. Uh, 42 on the East Coast. 742 on the left coast, and I got to tell you, I've watched the debate all except for about the first 10 minutes of it, and, you know, (laughs) Kamala Harris was the big loser tonight, and it wasn't what she said that caused her to lose, it was, it was more about her facial expressions, her total disrespect for the vice president, and her, (laughs) I got to go back to her facial expressions, because much like caused George W. Bush to lose a debate, the facial expressions were very telling. Now, I (laughs) I happen to be watching ABC at the moment, and the ABC commentators, uh, Rahm Emanuel, feels like that Kamala Harris won this debate and that the tra- trajectory doesn't change. Um, there's some black woman on here yip-yapping about black women really resonating around Kamala Harris and blah, blah, blah. Um, what I'm going to be interested to see is the real-time uh, focus groups that Fox has been doing mm-hmm. and what her report is either later tonight or tomorrow. I'm assuming it'll come out tomorrow. But my immediate take, my immediate takes, if we're going to have commentary, then mute yourself. Um, my immediate take is that Vice President one. Vice President Pence won. Kamala Harris had way more gaps, um, like the 300 jobs that were lost. Um, that should have been 300,000, but she said 300. And that girl's case made it sound like she was a file folder on somebody's desk. Um, I think this was not a good night for the Biden-Harris ticket. Do I think it changed anybody's minds? No, not really. Um, but I think the biggest hit, the biggest hit this week is Biden-Harris. They're getting smacked around. Even though the media is smacking Trump, Biden-Harris are taking hits right and left because Biden wants to talk about young girls. And, and some of the gaps he's had this week is makes me want him to be locked back up in his basement. All right, so we'll go around, Barbara, if you'll call on each person. Let's find out what their take was on the debate. Put your personal feelings aside about how you dislike one candidate and like the other. And watching it straightforward, how do you see it? Okay, Mark, you're up. 
straightforward. I think it was a very good response by the vice president to most of the to most of the questions. And what I like the most is he didn't let the moderator dictate the pace of this uh, of this debate. He went ahead and he answered the questions like he wanted to answer those questions. He, he went back and he attacked Kamala Harris when it needed to be done, which I really enjoyed. Um, as far as Kamala Harris, she had a sour face and a sour look on her face the entire night. And it was one mis- one uh it was one uh, lie after the other when it came to the uh, her response. Just her tone tells me that the Democrats, that the uh, that their handlers are the ones that the bait trapped them. Wanted Kamala to be the attack dog. She, they wanted her to go on the attack, knowing that Pence is a very mild-mannered politician. And he's he's not going to be a Donald Trump. He's not going to be bombastic and go after uh, his opponent like uh, like Trump did to Biden. So it made Kamala Harris look very petty during the entire night. And just on that alone, Mike Pence is the winner. Of course, it's not going to be that way on the alphabet, but I digress. Thank you, Jill. Your comments? Oh, yes. Well, I have three different takeaways from the actual debate. Um, well, the first one was um, when he mentioned, when Vice President mentioned the plagiarism, I thought that was fantastic. It was played just right. Um, I loved it that he saved it to the very end to mention everything that came out this week and everything about Clinton and how Biden had, or she had told Biden not to concede under any circumstances and the whole mail fraud business. I thought that was fabulous. Um, And aside from that, I I just think that Kamala Harris, brought a lot of drama and she brought a face that looked like she is incapable of hiding her emotions and that became obvious when she was very rude to the vice president twice and I'm certain that most people picked up on that. So all of the smiling and all of that. See, I have, I have said since day one that this woman is a fraud, and I think tonight it was proven. That's what I got to say. Okay. Thank you. Bob? Yeah, it, um, I have to agree with one. Is that Kamala showed a lot of drama. Um, but the biggest thing that, that I came away with was there were so many, let me go back a step. Either we have been lied to for the last six months to a year, or Kamala Harris came up with so many comments, and I didn't have a piece of paper, I didn't make notes, that 
are lies that are misrepresentations that are completely different from what we've been hearing for the last year. I mean, when you compare, um, you know, what uh, Biden and uh, Obama did versus, you know, when she got into the economic thing, gee, money, Christmas. Um, and, you know, and yeah, the, the economy right now is in bad shape, but it's not Trump's fault. It was because of uh, COVID. And yeah, when they left office, the call it the economy, whatever you want, it was on a rise, but it was on a very slow rise. And as soon as Trump took over and, you know, it jumped, you know, I mean, it went, y'all are aware of it, but, you know, it went off the charts. But the fact checkers, when the fact checkers go back and and check her whole conversation, you know, she just had so many things that were lies. And, of course, she had to take and misrepresent Charlottesville, you know, um, Trump's... uh, criticism of Ku Klux Klan and white races, you know, wasn't mentioned. All you heard was that last part, all those good people on both sides. Well, that's completely out of context. Long, you know, basically, I think it was very inaccurate. And her prosecution record, when she gets into her record as a, district, a county attorney, stated. Uh, Attorney General, you know, I wish I had notes right now, but it was was atrocious. I mean, she did not prosecute criminals. She let criminals go. Uh, You know, she says they want to get rid of private jails. Well, we don't have private jails in this country. We do have jails that are contracted because the other jails are full. Anyway, um, I, you know, in Pence, I think he, uh, I, I don't think he was given enough time to rebut all of her misrepresentations and lies. Uh, and that's too bad. Thank you. Mark, did you have something to add? Yeah, what really pained me in this whole thing was that Pence did not mention why the economy and COVID are the way they are. I think Pence should have said, when it came to the question of the economy, look at where the economy is right now and how strong it is right now. Now, take into effect that you have the six largest economy in the world, California, which is shut down. You also have the 10th largest economy in the world, which is shut down. That's New York. Now, let's take New York when it came to COVID. How many people in New York and New Jersey died of COVID because the governors of those states put people with COVID in nursing homes? with the most vulnerable of people to catch and to to die of the virus. I think that'll come out in a presidential debate. 
I hope so, because that wasn't mentioned at all. Of course, yeah. you also have Detroit right now, which is locked up tighter than, uh, I'm not going to go there, because the, the Democrat governor of, of um, Michigan has decided that we're going to lock up the state so nothing happens. And at yeah, the same yeah. time, you have how many states that are locked up right now? Because their governors see that there's an agenda right now. The agenda is yeah, but they've got to get Joe Biden to get elected. So they've got to make the people suffer. It, How many of those states are it, suffering? Of course, they're not going to tell you that on the nightly news. Now, I, I wish that my Pence would have brought that up. But you also have an economy who is, being lo- who is being held hostage by a Democrat party especially in the House of Representatives, who don't want to pass any spending bills, I mean, any stimulus bills, or at least don't want to negotiate stimulus bills with the White House because, well, it would make the White House look good because that $1,200 that we got in the earlier part of this pandemic made Trump look really good. And poor little Nancy and poor little Kamala, poor little Kamala, They definitely don't want to make the president look good at this. Listen, that, the, about the majority of her time she, she spent putting him down. It was all about dissing the Trump administration. Her, she did not lay out anything much at all no. about her and the Biden plan. Yeah. There is no Here's Biden plan. If there was a Biden plan, there's no way in hell Biden would get elected. Because the Biden plan is we're going to kill fracking jobs. We're going to kill energy production jobs. Then we're going to raise your taxes. And when I say raise your taxes, and I mean repeal the, the Trump tax cuts. Uh, hello, I benefited from the Trump tax cuts, and I'm not rich. People who actually work for a living instead of vote for a living, they benefited from the tax cuts. Yeah, well, here's my take. I thought she was very rude. She treated Vice President Pence like she did Justice Kavanaugh. Very condescending. Very disappointed. And that's not going to help the case at all. Because like everybody else is saying about her facial expressions, I wish I could have reached the TV and slapped them off of her. I mean, it was just, it was rude. I thought the moderator was rude. Um, you know, if all the time we got, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, let him speak. Get over it. You know, this is a kindergarten. Supposed to be adults here. But, no, I I think I think Pence carried it off very well. He's calm. He presented the facts. He didn't deviate from the facts, and he told the truth. The old, the the first thing out of her mouth was a lie. So you know, I see Tammy has joined us. Tammy, would you like to give your comments about the debate tonight? 
Lord, I had to just take some nitroglycerin or something because the woman, you know, she's used to that line horizontal. Now she's lying vertical. I just, I, I, I can't take it. I can't take it. Uh, it's just she was she was ridiculous, completely ridiculous. And that Susan, whatever her name is, she's the mm-hmm. ghostwriter for Nancy Pelosi's book that's going to be released April sixth, twenty twenty one. Why can't mm-hmm. we get some unbiased moderators? What is the deal? I don't know. Maybe I um, mean it's, or, it's completely well, ridiculous. Well. The deal is the by the uh, the impartial uh, committee for presidential debates is about as impartial as Prada. Yeah, Russian. It's well, not as impartial the, as Mother Jones. The presidential debate commission is about as independent as the town hall Biden att- attended earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. It come out that just about everybody at that town hall was a Biden supporter, mm-hmm. which, again, you know, I've stacked many a town hall, so I understand that they get stacked. Okay, but, but is it fair? Um, no, it's not fair, but you know, it is what it is. The only difference is Biden's people got caught. We never did. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you always you always be careful who you stack. You check their voter registration. You make sure that they haven't voted in many Democrat elections recently. You know, you always have to to check that. But and then you the, give them the questions. Say what? And then you give them the questions to ask. Occasionally, I won't admit whether I did that or not. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, I'm just, simply, I'm just simply going to tell you this as far as tonight's debate goes. Vice President Pence came across very well. He again had to deal with two separate, two different debate people. Yep. Yep. But you could tell that he was his job was to go out there and, and be the calm, cool, you know, give the record, get the facts. And I think the best thing he did all night was to say, Senator, you're entitled to your opinion, but it's just to say, yeah, your favorite expression. She has the right to be wrong. Well, she does. And she was. It was the smirks on her face. The smirk's going to hurt her. And and I'm going to tell you, I'm almost certain that in the morning you're going to find out that independence and the gravitate towards my pants on this one. And he did. So they both pivoted off some questions. They both pivoted off the, what are you going to do if Trump refuses to leave the White House? Um, she pivoted off a lot more questions than he did, but he pivoted off of a couple. I would have liked to have brought up about the wildfires that if the California land management people 
would bother. He did bring that up. He did. Yes, he did. Go back and listen to it. He absolutely did. No, he he did not. Okay, I heard him say forest management, okay, during the debate. So I know he brought it up. He did not. I know he did. (laughs) Okay, I'll find it. I don't need you to find it. I know where. <laughs> okay. Well, you missed the first ten minutes, but I'm telling you, he did mention that when they were talking about climate change. Can I finish? And that was one of the first few questions. So he brought it up. He didn't. Okay. So okay, me... that's fine. This time you got the right to be wrong. Well, I'm about to. I'm about to show you. Okay. Why. We don't know if he's. We don't Calm know down. if he's right or wrong oh, or not. Three. He hadn't gotten a chance to finish his question. Here we Calm go. Down. Calm he down. did in fact he did in fact say the words forest management. What he did not say and what he should have said, because when you say forest management, most idiots out there don't know what that is. Okay? Now if you're a firefighter and you deal with forest fires, you know exactly what it is. But John Q. Public has no idea what forest management is. All they think of are the little rangers in their little hats. What he should have said is that the California Land Bureau or Land Management or whatever those people are called in California, if they would go in and clear cut and control burn the rubbish and the brush on the floor of the forest, which they are not allowed to do, under California's little green deal they got going on. What that causes is excessive buildup on those forest floors. And so when a fire starts, it burns so hot so fast because of all that tinder that you could put a million gallons of water on that fire, and that shit's going to evaporate before it ever touches the fire. I know this right. because been there that. Okay. Now, he did say forest management, but the smartest thing for him to have said would have been be be very specific. The reason the West Coast fires are so much more dangerous than East Coast forest fires is that on the East Coast, they practice this little thing called clearing the forest floor and controlled burns to keep things controlled. In the West, they're not allowed to because it's considered a damage to the ecosystem when in fact the only thing they're damaging only thing they're damaging by letting that shit build up is making it a tinder box every time there's a damn lightning strike out mm-hmm. there. Okay? Mm-hmm. So he should have been more specific. He was not specific enough in well, that. yeah, but he did well, he had two minutes for for questions. So, you know, that cut him off a lot as it was. The problem is that he burned up, he burned up his first man trying to respond to some stupid crap from the previous one, which he needed to do. But on the climate change thing, listen, they painted the corner in that one because they wanted him to deny climate change, which he did not do. Yeah. But no, listen, he didn't. it's true that the Oceanic Service has said multiple times. Ever since Al Gore invented the internet, started this whole thing, is that there are no more hurricanes than there are a hundred years ago. It's your state. There's nothing. You're breaking up. 
There's nothing different than both. Oh, jeez. We're catching every other word. Um, it's probably my microphone. Okay. Is that better? Yes. Much. Better. Yes, that's much better. All right. It's the iPhones have this big problem with the speakers. Anyway, yeah, the point yeah. being is that with climate change, there's not any major differences, and the only reason the West Coast is having more fires is that they don't they don't keep their forest beds clean and cleared out with controlled burns. That's the biggest thing there. All right, so Barbara, take it around, and what was Kamala Harris's best moment, and what was Mike Pence's best moment? She had one. Um, okay, Tammy, we'll start with you first. Well, uh, what? <laughs> what was the question? What was what was Kamala, comma, la? Her best moment, her worst moment, Vice President Pence's best moment and worst moment. Oh my gosh, I I think everybody's gonna like. You know, you're entitled to your opinion, but you're not entitled to your own facts from Vice yeah. President Pence. <laughs> but Camilla was just she's just like a hyena. I mean, she I can't stand her. I can't even. I can't even give an unbiased opinion of her. I just can't. I mean, she's so disingenuous, and there's so many people that are in jail right now because they have a little bit of weed on them and that she she prosecuted when she was DA. She's got some kind of nerve to talk about uh, racism and 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 President Trump. None of them won't even talk about his his first step are his second steps. And I know y'all, my guilty pleasure is, 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 um, or whatever you want to call it, is watching uh, reality TV. And I've watched the Kardashians for a number of years. And I don't necessarily agree with some of the stuff that they do, but they're pretty smart. Uh, The episode today was Kim on Capitol Hill with Alice Johnson. And the lady that was that had already done 25 years, but that was sentenced to life for basically just being a drug mule. And um, I, I ask y'all to go out and watch it if you have that channel because it's very good. Um, I'm pretty sure the president was already working on some of that stuff when Kim came to him, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a good program. And it's freed a lot of people that were over-sentenced and overcharged. So she, yeah. uh, Camilla needs to put some duct tape around her mouth and shut the hell up. <laughs> Gosh, she's terrible. Bob? Well, Thank you. I, don't know if, I don't know if Kamala had a good moment, but um, a couple of her worst ones, I think during the whole debate with was her facial expressions and her basically her facial attitude and then again the fact checkers would need to dig into this and show but her references to her DA experience I mean she and I think you somebody just mentioned it you know she sent a lot of people to jail that didn't need to go to jail but she also did not prosecute a lot of the 
murderers and rapists and thieves that should have been prosecuted. And on defense, um, I I don't know. I don't have an opinion on what you know. I thought he was very level all the way through. Um, he did overspeak, although they threw a thing up here a while ago on time, and they were only about 15 seconds apart on how much each of them spoke. But um, I know he got cut off because I I started timing them, and he got cut off several times, about 10, 15 seconds early by the moderator. But I, I you know I think overall he was he was okay. I don't know if he had a a big moment, but um, I'd have to go back and look and study it. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Jill? Um, okay, best moment for Mike Pence was that he conducted himself the entire time through as a leader that he is. Um, he's level-headed, and he, I think when he came out and stated that he was unashamed to be pro-life, I thought that was um, probably his pivotal moment because he spoke from his heart, and I think people saw that. Um, so if they didn't already know that about him, they do now. <laughs> um, I don't know that, that he particularly had a worse moment other than maybe being so wrapped up in still, you know, rebutting the previous question, failed to answer one of them because somebody had said earlier that, you know, there was a, a question or two that he may have missed. Um, in her case, you know, I don't see that there were any good moments because where Pence does show leadership in the way he conducts himself, and I'm here to tell you, just like uh, the political superman has mentioned, um, leadership shows and in how you present yourself. And when, every time, one of, the, one of the biggest reasons most people don't like Kamala is because of her attitude, her rude attitude. And she also has this thing that when she speaks, she shakes her head yes all the time. Like she's going to get you to agree with what she's saying because she's shaking her head yes up and down. You notice that about her. She does it all the time when she speaks. And most people won't do that because they have a need to try to convince you that what they're saying is true, even if it's not. So she shows me no leadership skills whatsoever. And I hope most people saw the desperation that was written all over her face tonight, because I certainly did. And that was her only moment, in my opinion. In her head as she speaks is actually a district attorney trick. Yeah. A lot of attorneys use that. It's a subliminal messaging tool that they use. for Right, trying to get people to agree with them. Yep. Right, or the bench trial. And so I I know that we've still got Mark to go, but Mark can wait. 
Well, are uh, we sure that she didn't that she didn't learn her leadership skills from Willie Davis? Well, I, I, w- I was going to. Well, that head bouncing up and down probably gave her a few skills. <laughs> you know what? If you're brazen enough to ask, I'm brazen enough to answer the question. Since <laughs> Jill is the one that put that up there. Uh, you don't want to ask those kind of questions around me because you'll get an answer every time. <laughs> Well, here's here's what people need to understand in regards to Kamala Harris. Her best moment tonight was when she shut the hell up. Um, <laughs> Very true. That was a defining, that was a defining moment. Her, her worst moment actually came when she answered that eighth grader's letter. Yeah. You know what? She was all over the place, wasn't she? I thought that that answer, I thought that that answer was particularly atrocious because that kid was basically trying to get them to say, let's come together. Right. And and so while Pence did a good job in his answer, but Kamala, Kamala made her Kamala made her response very political, and mm-hmm. so I I think she made a mistake with that response. Now, Mama Darcy came from Utah; it's probably Republican. Yeah. Damage that. Your mic is breaking up. Has to be. Hold on. I also think that another another problem that she has another problem that she has is that when they when she looks in the camera and talks about Joe and her blah blah. Hey, you can tell she's lying. Okay? Yeah. You'll notice one of the, and she's not even a good liar. If you will notice, one of the things that they teach you when you're watching people is that if they look up and to the right, they're making stuff up. They're using the creative part of their brain and making stuff up. Okay? And so if you'll notice, every time she talked about how her and Joe have conversations, blah, 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 she would always look up and to the right. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just psychology one on one. That's right. Now I think that's BS one on one. Well, she she did not come across as genuine. I'll be surprised if a lot of people felt she was genuine. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah. yeah. That, again, that goes back to the expression on her face too. Every time she just got this. She would smile at the most inappropriate times too. It just really blew me away. Yeah, she she reminds me of one of those psychotic people that sit around and just laugh for no reason. All right, Mark, go ahead with your best and worst. I apologize. Okay, Kamala's best is when she thanked uh, the moderator and President Kent at the beginning of the debate. 
everything else what? is called Dugarian. When she thanked the moderator and Vice President Pence for being at the debate at the beginning, oh. and everything else was just skullduggery and uh, her being a mattress, just lying there. Mike Pence, Pence the there, did he? I missed that. Mike, Mike Pence, I, I think his death line was, you can, you, you have, um, aligned with the fact. And you can't make up the facts. And I think that and he hammered her a few times with that, and I think that was brilliant. But I think what might be I have to agree. Tammy brought that up earlier. I think that was an excellent point that he made on on her more than once. There's a hurricane coming, and my phone just keeps telling me that. Um, <laughs> really? Her her moment was kind of. That that are we still hello? Pence using hello very Pence using that line was very reminiscent of Reagan's "There You Go Again." Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what what I really like is the way Pence was more composed. I think his best thing was to be composed. That he and him being. Being uh -oh. a very mild-mannered debater, not getting excited, not being Trump. When we saw Tuesday night with Trump, you saw the almost the exact opposite with him. And I think that's a big selling point. If you have, you have the vice, you have the president who's very, very vocal, very bombastic, and you have the vice president. He's mild-mannered. He's a good Christian man, and. He's not going to take any crap from the mattress. But he's not going right. to raise his voice while he does it either. When we lost two people. We lost Jill and we lost Bob. No, I, well, I do wish that, that Biden would have... That, that, how do we uh, do that? How do we what? How do we lose them? They hung up or got hung up on or, you know. Global warming. It was global warming. Yeah, global warming. Yeah. <laughs> Hurricanes. Hurricanes, forest fires. Yeah. Climate change. Yeah. Uh, I really wish Pence would have gone after uh, Biden on the transparency issue. How transparent Kamala said that Biden was. When in retrospect, we don't know of any mental acuity test that Joe Biden has taken. And if you listen to Joe Biden for more than 30 seconds, you see that the top floor, the elevator doesn't go there. But also, the amount of money that his family members have gotten from places like Russia, Ukraine, China, mm. Why isn't that being discussed? I'm hoping that the president will discuss it even more in, in, in the, the next two debates. But I think Tim should have hammered that point also. Every time that Kamala Harris mentioned China or mentioned uh, certain um, economic factors like the China uh, trade war, 
all Pence should have did was say, well, it, it isn't the president's son who got millions and billions from China. It isn't. You could hammer it home that the reason why the Chinese and all of these people are, vo- are going to vote for Joe Biden is because of the deals that they have with China. All these generals that want to be something more than just public servants who want to get rich, they're, they're dealing with China right now. How many of those generals are selling out America because of China's money? I wish that Biden Pence would have gone after that as well. Well, he went after. He went after things that would scratch the surface. Really, you don't have journalism in this country anymore. You don't have anyone that's going to dig deep into the issue. What Pence was able to do tonight, he brought the the last thing he talked about was the uh, how. Joe Biden and Barack Obama conspired with Hillary Clinton to go after and spy on the Trump campaign and the Pence campaign. Now, is it Trump that's the sore loser of this? I don't think so. It's getting a little ridiculous that the media isn't doing their job anymore. And what I really enjoy is that the flash polls that are being put on by every network except Fox and even Fox and Furniture has Kamala winning, and Joe Biden's going to win a landslide now. It's going to be a blue wave, and every Republican is going to die. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, I think her best yeah. moment... I haven't given my opinion yet. Okay. Did Bob Where? make it back in? Yeah, I'm yeah. here. Okay. Um, Did you get back in? No. Okay. Um, the best moment was probably when she got in the car and left. Um, her worst moment was when she opened her mouth and um, said something because right off the bat she was lying. Um, Pence. I can't find any fault in what he did, personally. Um, He was calm. He was cool, collected. He nailed it on the facts and took it right to her. I mean, and she didn't know how to recover. You know, she kept smiling, that smirk. (laughs) She laughs like a hyena. Um. She she didn't act the part. She didn't act. She she failed her acting job tonight. Yes, she did. That's how I. That's why I called it a drama because she she was completely out of her league with Pence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she got Paul Ryan. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Oh God. What Joe Biden did to Paul Ryan. In 2012 is exactly what happened to Kamala Harris tonight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, All right. Are there any other comments? 
Yes, I'm worried about the next presidential debate. <laughs> Do you think it'll happen? Because it was rumored today that Biden was thinking it wasn't a good idea. Biden wants out. Biden wants out of it because he knows what's going to happen. Yeah, Listen, he knows. Trump, 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 Trump knows he screwed up that first debate. Yeah. Okay. And Trump, listen, Trump's got the bully pulpit right now. And what he came out this afternoon, for those of you that didn't hear it, he came out and he basically has ordered all the, the cocktails that he took while he was at Walter Reed. He's ordered it to be given to anybody that's got symptoms of COVID that tests positive for COVID, then it's to be given to them for free. Yep. No charge. Yep. Now, that's going to be interesting to see what happens. Wow. But I'm I think that should fall under the right to try. Because, I mean, clearly I know people who have had COVID and they've gone to the hospital and they would not even prescribe them the uh, um, hydro, hydrochloroquine quinine or whatever it is. Hell, we never can say it. HCQ. They I, wouldn't prescribe it. I will tell you that if you get into a pickle and you feel like you're getting the COVID, go get you some uh, Schwips, um, tonic water. Tonic water. It's yeah, got quinine it's in quinine. it. Get you yeah, some iron and, and zinc and stop and start taking that cocktail. We went out some time back and bought that stuff, so we have the cocktails here should we need it. And then you ask the doctor for an antibiotic and tell him you do real good with azithromycin. <laughs> I got a Z-Pack in my cabinet right now. We're, we're good with the doctors here. They'll pretty much give us whatever we want within reason. So I can call him up and say, hey, I want this, and he'll prescribe it. So. Well, they said they said the um, the Schweppes, the zinc, and the and the hydroxychloroquine. And by the way, on the amount of Schweppes, it's only five ounces a day as as a good um, prophylactic, as a preventative. Yep. We know. Yep. Hey, did anyone You all look at the if you all look at the stock market. Okay, and while the stock market's not the end-all indicator, it is a great indicator of how a presidential election is going to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yesterday, when President Trump said, "Look, the stimulus talks are over. Kiss my ass. We'll do this after the election," um, the stock market lost 400 points. This morning, he came out, which is what he should have done yesterday, and said, "Look, we want a clean bill, a true bill." Here's the parts that I'll agree to. Because the majority of that $2.2 trillion that they want has a lot to do with elections. And it will <laughs> totally redefine elections in this country. And no Republican right. will ever win again. Okay? No. And they want bailouts for New York, California, Illinois, and all the Democratic states. And the truth that, is, is that uh, the only people that should be bailing out New York are New Yorkers. They created that yeah, mess. Right. Let them bail them out. Michigan, let the Michiganders bail them out. With Minnesota, whoever else, 
Anybody notice it's all Democrat-run states? There ain't no Republican states asking for money. Why? Well, except uh, Nashville. We've all got hefty, hefty uh, rainy day funds. And listen, if the state of Tennessee wanted to bail out the city of Nashville, they've got enough funds to do so. But I don't they blame do, them for not bailing out Nashville. No, no. They could, look, they could have uh, long ago reopened the restaurant to 75%. They could be at 100% by now. I mean, and I will also tell you. Earlier this week was 22 out of almost a million people in Nashville proper. 22. I will, I will also tell you all that the wonderful job that Cooper is doing down there with that what? nice, big, fat property tax increase. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, boy. If they, if they ever get that on the ballot, and Democrats know if it gets on the ballot, that shit's going bye-bye. But they're trying wow. to keep yeah, they're, getting on the ballot. They're working, they're working yeah. real hard. I know several people that are heading that project up, and they're working. There's well, actually a rally Monday down, downtown. I'm, I'm just going to go well, ahead and I tell don't. you right now, don't, don't get too excited because it ain't going to happen. So just just go ahead and chalk that up because it ain't going to happen. What ain't going to happen? John Rich wants the, to start a class. They're not going to put the tax increase on the ballot. The election commission's already punted on it for this oh, election. Oh. And they're not, they're not going to get it because they're afraid it'll go like California and they'll never get a tax increase ever again. Mm-hmm. Because California puts tax increase on the ballot and they don't ever pass. Well, mm-hmm. no wonder they don't pass. Nobody wants them. Anyway, that's it for me. Remember, you've got to stand for something. You fall for anything. Freedom is free. Thank you, soldier, for without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. Thank the families and soldiers for without them, we wouldn't have an all-volunteer army. And you know what? Thank the poll workers. Boy, do they have a shithole of a mess they got to work out. So let's be with the straight-up poll workers that that are all about fairness in our elections. And may all the Republicans win and all the Democrats lose. I am the political Superman saying, have a good night, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.